So good afternoon, ladies and gentlemen. Uh, so before starting, I would like to thank the other authors of this work, Professor Cormenti, Professor Carpinteri, and Professor Pierrao from Polytechnic Auditorium. So brittle materials and stress concentrations, are they able to withstand? So our analysis lies in the framework of brittle fracture in the rounded binocched elements. So we have a structure, we have binoch, and we want to investigate failure by properly taking the effects of the radius of curvature into account. The topic has been investigated for a long time by many different scientists and we can distinguish basically the approaches, roughly speaking, in two main categories. Approaches based on stress requirements, both punctual or average, and approaches based on energy considerations. While approaches based on stress requirements are generally easier to be implemented since analytical approximative functions can be found in the literature, energetic uh, approaches require basically the implementation of a finite element analysis. And nevertheless, uh, uh, the stress and energy conditions remain distinct. And so generally the fulfillment of one condition generally implies the violation of the other one. So, the uh, goal of the present uh, work is twofold. From one point of view, uh, the, the idea is to introduce uh, or to apply a well-established criterion uh, in order to match both the stress and energy considerations. And from the other one is to uh, propose an analytical expression for the stress intensity factor related to a crack stemming from the notch tip in order to implement also the energetic consideration in an almost analytical way. So, this is the geometry, so uh, that's a round being ocher, rho is the radius of curvature, omega is the Nash amplitude. Uh, this is the uh, Cartesian frame of reference, and this is the polar frame of reference. The distance uh, between the two frames of references is denoted by R0, which is provided uh, by this expression here, so R0 is equal to 0, for rho is equal to 0, so it means if I, I consider a V-notch basically, the two frames of reference have the same origin and uh, also if uh, omega is equal to pi so it means for a flat uh, so a, a notch basically specimen the two frames of reference coincide and this is the funny fraction mechanics criterion I spoke about two minutes ago introduced uh, by Cornetti and co-workers in 2006 the criterion basically is expressed by two inequalities the former is a stress condition test basically means that the stress resultant uh, over a segment of length L must be, sorry, must be greater than a function uh, of the tensile strength, the sigma u of the material, while the second condition basically requires uh, that the energy available for a crack of length L must be greater basically than a function of the fracture energy. Here I wrote the relationship in terms of the stress intensity factor, K1, and the refractive toughness of the material, K1C, uh, by applying the well-known Ewing's relationship. And our analysis will be limited to mode 1 loading condition. It means that the crack will propagate along the notch bisector. So if we want to implement this criterion, we need two functions. One is the stress field, the sigma y of x, and the other one is the stress intensity factor function. So, no pro there are no problems for what concerns the stress, the stress field, I mean no problems because this expression was proposed by Philippe Tolle in a work of 2002. 
Here K1V is the generalized or notch stress intensity factor, while the other parameters, lambda mu and delta theta of zero, uh, of zero sorry, depend on the notch opening angle omega, and they can be found and tabulated in the work by Filippi et al. Of course, for omega is equal to zero, so it means we are facing the case of a U-notch, uh, the well-known Kreger-Paris expression is achieved, while for rho is equal to zero, it means a V-notch, uh, there is not a radius of curvature, the stress field reduces to the asymptotic expressions provided by Williams. So the stress field basically is this one. On the other hand, for what concerns the stress intensity factor function, in 2011, to be honest, we proposed this expression without M, and in 2014 we refined this expression by introducing M. Uh, all these uh, parameters uh, can be found tabulated in the literature, for instance, beta here, that's the geometry, sorry, this is C is the length of a crack stemming from the notch tip, and C is supposed to be basically lower than the notch depth, which was denoted by A. This expression, without M, was introduced in 2011 to uh, match basically the asymptotic limits of uh, very short cracks, in this case of very short cracks, uh, the problems revert uh, to uh, the geometry reverts to an edge uh, crack uh, subjected to the local peak stress. So this expression is currently uh, recovered. And uh, in the case, on the other hand, of a very large uh, cracks, uh, crack length, but still smaller with respect to the notch depth, basically the expression of uh, the stress intensity factor stemming from a V-notch. Uh, is uh, again consistently recovered. This expression was proposed uh, by Ezeb and Lila in 1978, and uh, the parameter beta can be found also in a recent work, a more recent work by Liberi and Toff. So, uh, this was the original basically expression, and then we introduced this parameter m in order basically to refine our results, uh, to improve predictions. So, this is Omega, uh, the notch amplitude, Williams eigenvalues, values, the beta values provided in the work by Azeba and Ida and Gary uh, Antovo, eta theta function found in the uh, paper by Philippe et al. And these uh, uh, basically are the values that we estimated in our work in 2014 uh, as a function of Omega. In order to estimate M, basically we perform some simple uh, finite element analysis by means of Franciucci R code. This was basically the geometry for, I think, 90 degrees. Uh, the ratio between the radius of curvature and the notch depth was 1 over 100, and the ratio between the notch depth and the characteristic length of the specimen was 1 over 100, and then we consider uh, tensile load. We consider then a crack, basically stemming from the V-notch, the mesh was uh, refined by the software, and then we evaluated the stress intensity factor for different length, for different crack length. And these are the results, for instance, for omega is equal to 60 degrees. This is the dimensionless stress intensity function as a function of the dimensionless crack advance. So the black data represents the numerical data. Uh, the black thick line represents our current, basically, predictions. The thin line represents the prediction without considering the parameter M, while the other two curves represent the asymptotic limits of a very uh, short crack, this one, and a very long crack. 
as it can be seen, basically the, uh, the British error was more or less around 5% and now it's quite zero, I mean, it's less than 0.5%. So, now, we have the stress field function, we have the stress intensity uh, function, we can basically uh, suppose that uh, failure takes place when this condition is satisfied, which means when uh, the notch stress intensity factor factors basically reaches its critical conditions, so it's equal to the apparent generalized fracture toughness, which depends, as denoted here by rho, on the notch root radius. So, by substituting the two functions into the finite fracture mechanic systems, we get these two equations. This is a system of two equations in two unknowns. One is the failure load, the failure load implicitly described basically by the ability to generalize fracture toughness. And the other one is LC, which is the critical break advance. So, basically, it's a system we can basically solve it, we can equal both both expressions with respect to 2 k one cd rho and we get these expressions. And so now when the material properties K1C and sigma u are provided, when rho uh, and uh, the notch amplitude, which are basically described by rho zero, are known, we can get, uh, we can derive the function, uh, uh, the LC values, and then we can substitute this LC into uh, either this condition or these conditions in order to get basically the failure root. Uh, just one thing, uh, by introducing M, this expression G uh, basically is described by an integral which cannot be solved analytically, so of course the problem is not a big problem, but uh, just to be honest, you cannot proceed uh, in an analytical way basically as done before without considering M. And these are some results, theoretical results. So this is the dimensionless appearing to generalize fracture toughness with respect to the generalized fracture toughness, the expression of which can be found in this work by Carpenterian co-workers, uh, as a function of the dimensionless notion root radius. As it can be seen, the failure load increases, increases as the notch root radius increases, as basically uh, the material properties change, becoming more brittle, and of course it changes uh, as the notch amplitude changes, becoming more significant for lower notch amplitudes. So uh, for a crack, basically the effects are, are greater than for an angle equal to 150 degrees. And these are some, uh, basically, the theoretical results for what concerns the dimensionless crack advance, uh, as a function of the dimensionless notch root radius, uh, so as it can be seen here, differently from the, uh, the criteria based only on stress or energy considerations in this case, the crack advance becomes a structural parameter, so it depends both on the material properties and on the geometrical features, uh, as it can be seen here, it's a, fracture, it's a function of uh, the notch root radius and it varies along with the angle. So this is a property related to finite fracture mechanics. And finally, eventually, basically, we uh, consider some experimental results available in the literature. For what concerns new notches, so MIG is equal to zero, we consider the, this material aluminium, and these are the material properties uh, which were measured in this work. And uh, for what uh, we consider also this uh, squenched AZ 4340 steel, which was it treated and uh, basically. Uh, we consider two different tests, one performed by Richard Hall in a work date in 1990, 
1976 and one performed by Fierau and co-workers and here is 1978-1982. The material properties were a little different one with the other ones. And eventually, for what concerns around V-notches, uh, we consider uh, this, uh, this case PM made is uh, minus 60 degrees, and these were basically these are the material properties which will be implemented. So now, this is uh, uh, experimental validation for what concerns uh, the case of U-notch, that this is the apparent, the apparent basically fractured toughness as a function of uh, the dimensionless, basically, the, the square root of the dimensionless not huge radius. These are basically uh, experimental data referring to aluminia, to uh, still uh, test by Piran, to still test by Ricci. These are basically the theoretical predictions according to finding fractured mechanics by considering the parameter M. And these are basically the uh, prediction by finding fractured mechanics without considering M. There is basically a general improvement, as it can be seen, the differences uh, are, can be noted. The, the, there are some differences, especially here, next to uh, rho is equal to, next to rho equal to zero, where now M, according, uh, by introducing M, there is, uh, as it can be seen, a more flat behavior, and this is more consistent with a lot of experimental data which show a minimum here, close to rho is equal to zero degree. Uh, eventually, there are some discrepancies here because here, basically, the not short radius uh, uh, is greater. So in this case, is uh, is not so small with respect to the notch depth. So basically, our asymptotics uh, uh, analysis, uh, our asymptotic stress field, and our asymptotic stress intensity factor functions are not precise. So if we want to implement finite fracture mechanics. In a more precise way, we need to substitute the whole stress field and non its substantive expression. And these are the results for what concerns omega is equal to 90 degrees, PM may test of minus 60 degrees. In this case, the, the picture is not dimensionless, so it, and it's a function of rho and not of the square root of rho, so it changes the curvature, but the predictions are accurate as it can be seen. And this is basically the situation for what concerns 150 degrees. And the same considerations that I did before for 90 degrees holds truth. So in order to conclude, basically we apply basically the coupled energy and stress manufacturing mechanics criterion to bridge around the V-notch structure subjected to mode 1 loading conditions. So whereas the stress field function is already known in the literature, an original expression for the stress intensity factor was proposed and basically it improves the, by means of the parameter M general, generally finding factors mechanics predictions. Eventually we basically compare uh, theoretical predictions with experimental data finding generally basically a good agreement. Thanks for your attention.